Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. What's up, everybody? And happy Monday. And thank you for tuning in to Shockers and Cuss Words. I'm so ready to talk about this subject of um, eating healthy, weight loss, eating clean, um, basically just trying to have a healthier lifestyle. So um, <laughs> for some of you who know me personally, you know that um, I used to work night shift. And I just want to say right automatically that there's nothing wrong with working night shift. If night shift works for you, you can accomplish uh, eating healthier and uh, a better diet or a better meal plan or a better meal strategies for your lifestyle. So I used to work night shift and um, I also used to have like a fucking horrible commute. So, um, I currently live in San Joaquin County and that's where I lived when I was working night shift and when I was commuting. And when I was commuting, I was literally commuting like an hour to the Silicon Valley, um, for work. And I was working night shift as a nurse. So at the time that I was doing this, my eating habits and my exercise and my lifestyle was just fucking shit. I don't know how else to put it, but I barely ever worked out and I, um, ate like horrible foods. I mean, I ate basically fast food. Sometimes I would pack a lunch, but the emergency rooms, and if you work in a hospital, you know, hospitals and nursing and healthcare um, for people who are promoting health, they have some potlucks <laughs> that aren't the most healthiest or the most cleanest. And you're also in a stressful environment. So it's very easy to indulge in foods that aren't necessarily the most health- healthiest for you. And also they aren't the most beneficial towards your health. So I don't want to like be throwing nurses under the bus because there's tons of nurses who are extremely healthy and, you know, do definitely try to maintain a healthy lifestyle by eating nutritious foods that have, uh, you know, good nutritional values and aren't super saturated in processed fats or processed carbohydrates or like preservatives. And there's also nurses who, um, 
it's very hard to accomplish this because of the stress related to work and also because of um, just the environment that we're in all the time. So you always hear like the joke, you know, uh, management gives nurses pizza and, you know, that kind of like subdues them whenever they're upset about, you know, being short staffed or overworked or whatever. So let's just say you also have the patients who are bringing you food and cookies and you know, brownies and all these homemade goods from their family who are so appreciative for you caring for their loved one. So definitely you can see how it's quite easy to um, get caught up in these unhealthy practices and also get caught up in indulging in these foods. So at this time I was about, um, ah, well, I would say I was about maybe close to 220 to 15-ish um, in my weight. And I tend to carry my weight pretty well. I'm not very tall, so I was a probably about like um, 5'5". Five, five. I was like a size maybe anywhere from a 16 to a 14, depending on the genes. And I don't want to like say the weight, like saying like, oh, this is an unhealthy weight or this is, um, you know, an unhealthy uh, body image or anything like that. But for me also having the heart condition, it was an unhealthy weight for me. So, um, and my blood pressure was getting high, higher than what it is now. And I was just kind of like in this unhealthy um, period of my time of life and I wasn't, I guess you could say very confident and I wasn't like doing well um, spiritually and mentally because I didn't like taking pictures and I was just kind of like, you know, not very confident. I was kind of like in a low part of um, my life and just, you know, working to work. So I was very blessed um, when I got an opportunity to transfer to a hospital closer to my house and um, actually get on a shift, which was a mid-shift. If you work in the emergency room, we have a variety of shifts. We have um, this traditional, uh, and some hospitals don't work um, 12-hour shifts, but in the emergency room that I work for, we do. We have the 7 a.m. to the 7.30 shift, and then we also have the mid-shifts, which could be anywhere from 11 to 11 to uh, 11.30 at night, uh, 1 to 1 to 1.30 in the morning, 3 to 3, um, so on. So I got off out of the hospital I was working at and decided that I needed to transfer um, just because of the commute um, I need to get closer home for my kids and also because I need to get off fucking, um, the night shift routines and, you know, stuff like that. So I ended up transferring and got closer to my home. And I'm going to tell you right now that it fucking changed my life. And for you to be like one thing of that just could change somebody's life, but it did. It fucking changed my life because then I was now on this new shift, 11 a.m. to 11.30 at night, where it gave me time to realize um, I needed to get healthy. I was um, overweight. I wasn't happy and I needed to eat healthier. My cardiologist was pushing me. You need to lose some weight, girl. <laughs> you got to get rid of some of that, you know, just pushing me 
you know, it's not healthy for your heart. Um, you need to develop good eating habits now. And my eating habits are not perfect now. I'm going to let you guys know that right, right away. Um, everything that I am preaching to you, I practice, I try to do, but I'm not like a fitness model. So don't like Google my picture and be like, I thought this girl was a fitness model. No, honey, I'm not. I'm realist and I'm going to tell you really how it is. So, um, I said, okay, I got to get this shit together. So when I decided I wanted to lose weight, I started to surround myself with information and um, strategies and people who were kind of on the same mission as me to live a healthier lifestyle. So I automatically started Googling diets and, you know, uh, what's the fastest way to lose weight? And then I realized after reading and researching that necessarily the fastest way to lose weight isn't the healthiest and it doesn't um, necessarily mean that you won't gain the weight back and it doesn't give you overall healthiness because I can starve and just not eat anything and drop 20 pounds, but that's not what I was looking for. I was looking for changing my lifestyle because I want to carry this on, not just to uh, have a summer body, but to have a lifelong healthy body. So I decided that I wasn't going to do any gimmicks or uh, any like you know, detox teas or fucking fat burners or, you know, anything like that. I was going to do something that I could keep up with. So for me, it was basically if it fits in your macros, which is a term that a lot of people use. And it's basically like a calorie counter. So I ended up first joining Weight Watchers. And I'm going to tell you Weight Watchers and my Weight Watchers coach at the time, 100% put me on the right track. The only problem with me um, with the Weight Watchers was at the time, they kept saying like, um, you know, you shouldn't eat so much protein because, you know, you're not a bodybuilder or whatever and stuff like that. And, um, they did eat a lot of kind of processed foods and I'm not trying to like put Weight Watchers under the bus, but this was back in like, um, maybe a few years ago where they had a lot of like Weight Watcher snacks and there are a lot of processed food out there. I still eat processed food, but, um, it just seemed like there was a lot of, um, foods that, you know, maybe, I shouldn't be eating that was in the Weight Watchers program. And then also the meetings, I had a hard time keeping up with the meetings. Since then, Weight Watchers has changed a lot and they have a lot of online outlets and they actually have adapted their um, meal plans to like a blue green um, type plan where if you're on this certain plan, you eat more like lean meats and I don't know. So their point system has changed. So I did do Weight Watchers for about maybe like three or four months and it kind of gave me discipline to show up to the meetings, to count my points and to do all that. But I was kind of resistant because I did not necessarily have time for the meetings and then also I didn't have time to um, 
basically I felt like I didn't have time to do all this point counting and it was a lot of um, stuff that just wasn't for me. So I decided that I still needed to count my calories. So this is something that you have to learn. I don't care what fucking plan you do. If you do fucking keto, and I'm going to talk about keto because I've done keto too. If you've done keto, if you're doing paleo, if you're doing primal, if you're doing fucking, if it fits in your macros, if you're doing fucking plant-based, whatever the fuck you are doing, you have to realize that you have to be in a calorie deficit. Um, for the energy you put out. Calories is energy. So if you are taking in, uh, let's say, 1,600 calories, for you to lose weight, you should be burning at least 2,000 calories. So you need to find your calorie measurements. And there's all kinds of calorie counters you can um, do. Like, um, So there's my fitness pal, there's carb, uh, like carb counters, there's all kinds of th- things that you can do. So you need to first realize how much weight you kind of want to lose, what's a safe way to lose that weight in a certain amount of time. And um, you need to be realistic and you need to also give yourself at least a fucking year. And I know nobody wants to hear that. It's going to take me a year. Yeah, it's probably going to take you a fucking year to get it down where you change your lifestyle. And I know that sucks, but this is the truth because you're going to fall off and then you're going to have to get back on. So figure out around what area you want to weigh. And so if you, let's say I want to weigh 160, okay? So, and let's say I'm about 200 pounds. So I know ideally my calorie intake should be around 1600 because you figure it's a calorie for each pound is kind of how they justify it. So like 100 calories for each pound. So, um, my calorie take should be around that, that amount. Um, of course, when you're first losing weight, um, you're going to give yourself like a ridiculous, a ridiculous number. Like you're going to say, I want to lose one. I want to be like 140 is my goal weight or something like that. This concept did not work for me. So (laughs) I'm going to tell you why, because when I would get on the scale, I would lose weight, lose weight, but then I would see that it just wasn't, I wasn't getting closer to like 140, like it wasn't happening. So what I decided to do was give myself goal weights or goal percentages for the month, for the week. So like I would tell myself, well, by this week, I want to lose one pound. By this week, I want to lose two pounds. So that's the kind of mindset that I had to put myself in. And I'm going to tell you, it's not easy because you have to say no to a lot of foods that you're going to want to say yes to. (laughs) That is the hardest part. Um, Exercising and working out is hard because getting that motivation to do it is um, extremely hard. And we'll talk about that in a second. But first, you need to accept the fact that you have to put yourself in a calorie deficit. So before you can even start your journey, you have to first say to yourself, 
I have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. You have to retrain your body to feel what it's like to be hungry. And that kind of sucks, but it's true. You have to retrain your body to know what it feels like to be hungry. Because a lot of us will eat when we're bored and a lot of us will eat to justify something to do, to have a sensation of happiness. Because food releases endorphins, which makes us happy, which makes us feel um, content, which makes us feel joyful. So we'll eat something and we'll be pretty fucking happy for a moment. And then we'll realize that that feeling went away. So what else can I do to justify this? And it's usually eat again. So you need to retrain your body to feel hungry. So I don't care how you do it. If you want to eat three meals a day, if you want to eat three meals and two snacks, if you want to eat um, uh, fasting, if you want to do intermittent fasting and eat two meals and maybe one snack, you can or whatever. But you need to be in a calorie deficit. So to be in a calorie deficit, you must have to count your calories. There is intuitive intuitive calorie counting like you know that um okay this M&M is you know 100 or it's 210 I mean I used to count so many calories that I have the fucking M&Ms it's like M&Ms are like 210 to 220 calories a bag of M&Ms um you know I want to get the turkey sandwich from Starbucks that's 230 calories so you start to kind of know how many calories is in each thing. I want a latte. A latte is 400 calories. Like you have to first count your calories so you can see what they are. And you have to give yourself time to do it, time to be disciplined enough to do it. And you have to be realistic. I used to, um, mentor people through this. Like I did a, like an eight week program where I would help people into, um, counting calories and changing their lifestyle into a healthier lifestyle. The majority of them gave up on me (laughs) or decided, eh, this wasn't the plan for me because I gave them a very simple assignment for three days. You need to write down every fucking thing you put in your mouth for three days and you need to send it to me. So many people do not give me a response <laughs> and I would do this for free, but that was my first assignment. And I felt like if you cannot do that, the first assignment, you're wasting my fucking time. Sorry, but that's how I felt. And especially because I was doing it for free. So most people don't want to see how much they're fucking eating. That's fucked up. It's true. They don't want to see it, but you need to, you have to accept it. It's like, if you're an alcoholic, are you ever going to stop drinking unless you admit you're a fucking alcoholic? Probably not. So you have to see how much you are intaking. So you have to do that. You have to write down everything you're eating the first three days no questions asked. You have to do it. 
Then you have to find a calorie app or a calorie counter or whatever that you like. I personally like my fitness pal. It is free. If you want to get really detailed, you could purchase it for a year. And I think they have like articles in there and um, recipes and stuff like that. And you need to surround yourself with people who are on the same mission as you of living a healthier lifestyle. And when I mean surround yourself, I mean fucking surround yourself. You need to be watching people who are working out, people who are eating healthy, um, people who are vlogging about working out, people who are vlogging about eating healthy, people who are doing it every day. Uh, I actually have a support group on Facebook if any of you guys, (laughs) me and my 20 zillion adventures that I've had in my life. Um, (laughs) So I actually do have a support group on Facebook. It's called the Clean Eating um, Support Group. And it's on Facebook if you want to join. It's, you know, free. There's resources on there. You can ask, does anybody have a recipe for this? You know, um, there's about 2,000 members in there. Uh, You know, I try to post as much as possible. It's kind of, you know, the better activity you get, the better it is. Um, I honestly felt like it was starting to become a chore. So I kicked back from doing it. And then now I've kind of been posting on it a little bit more often than I used to. But um, if you are interested, you could join that. Um, You know, get yourself in a support group or on Facebook or meet people who have the same goals as you as eating a healthy lifestyle. It's going to be very hard, especially if your whole family doesn't want to do it. And at the time that I did mine, my whole family did not want to do it. So it was basically me cooking separate meals for myself or cooking meals that I knew um, I could alter easily. I still do that to this day because I don't eat that much red meat um, and there's certain stuff that I like that the family doesn't like so I do try to do that um, for myself. So number one, realize you need to be in a calorie deficit. Okay, find out what is your quote unquote goal weight or quote unquote healthy lifestyle goals. So first you need to come up with your goal weight or three healthy lifestyle goals. Second, you need to write down everything you ate for three days. So after you wrote down everything you need to eat for three days, have your goals I want you to look at that, the three-day diary of food, and see what you need to eliminate out of your regularly daily eating activities and what is not nutritional. So whatever is nutritional, put a N by it. So that would be healthy foods like, um, let's say you had oatmeal and you put some strawberries in it, that would be a nutritional food. Yes, maybe you put too much sugar in it. So then you would put next to it lessened sugar. Then I want you to look at what you had for your snack. If you had Doritos and a soda, that's a non-nutritional food. So just go ahead and write NN by it. 
If you had um, another uh, snack and let's say it was an apple, that's nutritional. So go ahead and put nutritional by it. If you had your lunch and it was, let's say, on Wednesday for lunch, you had a turkey sandwich and a side salad. So go ahead and put um, nutritional. But then on Thursday for lunch, you went ahead and got McDonald's and you had a Big Mac, some fries, and a soda. So go ahead and put non-nutritional. So I want you to see the difference of the foods automatic. And I want you to not get too tied up in this whole clean versus not clean uh, atmosphere of what are we going to label the foods. You should be able to say this is nutritional versus this is not nutritional. So like this morning today I had for breakfast, eggs, turkey bacon, I did have French toast, which is higher in, you know, a glycemic index of sweets and carbs and fats. Um, But I had a little bit of yams too, which, you know, eh, could be, you know, kind of high there. But for the most part, it was pretty nutritional and I put blueberries and I tried not to go too crazy with the French toast. So you could kind of see and justify, you know, what you had. But then my snack today, I had popcorn. I'm not talking about air light popcorn. I'm talking about popcorn with like caramel and like chocolate on it drizzled that I got free from the course of work for being such a great nurse. (laughs) So that was non-nutritional. So you kind of have to balance it out. See what it is that you can sacrifice. For me, when I was on this journey, I had to really sacrifice liquor. (laughs) Oh, your girl likes to drink. Honey, let me tell you, I live for fucking margaritas and I live for all that shit. So I had to give myself, okay, I'm not going to drink a margarita every night and I'm not going to drink a beer every night. Um, But you know, if I go out to a nice restaurant or if I go out with my family, you know, yes, I can order a margarita. One. Okay. Not two or three, you know. Or try to order a skinny margarita or something like that. But you're going to have to be really fucking honest with yourself. And a lot of us don't like to be that fucking honest with ourselves. But you're going to have to. And then you're going to have to prepare what you're going to eat. And this is what I've been slacking on lately. But you are going to have to prepare what you are going to eat. So if you know that you are going to go to um, work on, let's say, Monday through Friday, you need to prepare what you're going to eat for breakfast those days, for lunch those days, and for dinner those days. And let's say you say, okay, well, I know by Wednesday I'm going to be tired. So Wednesday I'm not going to want to cook dinner. Fine. Don't fucking cook dinner. But make sure you plan something for if it's takeout, if it's fast food, that you plan something that you will get and try to stick to it. So even if you do have a couple fries or a small fry or some little non-nutritional food, you also had something else that was nutritional that was more of a portion of your uh, non-traditional, non-nutritional food. 
So you go to McDonald's and instead of ordering the Big Mac with the fries, you go ahead and order, let's say, the garden salad with the artisan, art, what is it, artisan? I don't know, some fucking grilled chicken sandwich they have over there. Get that. And then you can have a couple fries too. And, you know, give yourself that leeway. But you're going to have to be honest with yourself because you're not going to put yourself in a calorie deficit if you're eating a bunch of non-nutritional foods. And give yourself, you're going to have to really give yourself about anywhere from six to eight weeks to get a hold of it. And that's why I'm going to say you're going to have to give yourself a year. Because no matter what you do, if it's keto, if it's paleo, if it's fucking if it fits my macros, consistency is key. So to keep this up, you have to be consistent, which means you have to do it every fucking day. There will be, okay, so I used to be really big on the cheat day thing, but what I've noticed with the cheat day thing is working yourself up to that day and then completely giving away to anything and everything you ever fucking wanted is extremely hard. Um, what you can do is give yourself like one or two cheat days and kind of subside it with something where it's not the whole fucking day. You just go fucking nuts. You say, okay, well this day I've really been wanting to get like, um, like I've really been thinking about Chicago pizza <laughs> and let's say, you know, there's a restaurant that you really like. So this day i we're going to get Chicago pizza, but throughout the week, you kind of know you got to keep your ass in check because you're going to get that Chicago pizza on Saturday and you're going to enjoy a beer. So you're not going balls to the wall crazy, you know, and you're just eating nonstop fatty stuff or nonstop, not nutritional stuff, but you know, that day you're going to have, you know, cake or whatever. So give yourself that leeway where it's okay. If you have something like that, throughout the week, like, you know, let's say on Wednesday, um, somebody ordered cookies or something. So you could have one cookie, but don't eat the whole fucking box. And then don't think, oh, why well, I already had one cookie. It's over. No, it's not over. One cookie's one cookie. Okay. So that means stick to your plan of what you continue to have for dinner. So don't think that just because you had that one thing, you've automatically fallen off this clean eating lifestyle and you're never going to get back on and you're just going to be living in a house full of French fries and chips. Like you have to put yourself back, reorientate yourself and stay consistent. And this is going to be the key with working out. So with me lately, um, with the pandemic, and I know this is why I want to talk about it because 2020 was, you know, a horrible year for many of us. A lot of us lost motivation. The gyms are still closed um, for many cities. Um, it might only be outside or whatnot. It's getting colder. It's January. Uh, people make New Year's resolutions, but by now they've already given up on them. And the reason why is because the weather's changing, um, regardless of the pandemic and the gyms being closed. But still, it's 10 times harder because the gyms are still closed and just the motivation isn't really there for many of us. But if you're consistent, you don't need motivation. And 
the motivation will catch up with your consistency. So that was one of the things that I was really good at. So what made me actually gain some weight back was getting into a day shift position at my job. And I got into this day position and it was now I have to wake up at 7 a.m. to go to work. Well, actually earlier than that, but I have to be at work at 7 a.m. And I get off at 7.30. So the way this has affected me um, has been eh, not really good for my fitness journey, but good for my family life and my um, you know home life. But it does make it a little bit more difficult for me to work out on the days that I work. I like to work out consistently five days a week. And people might say, five days a week is a lot. But to see results and to keep me going and to keep me consistent, it is something I do. I have a rule where there I never go three days in a row without some kind of fitness activity. Um, and that's just for my overall health. It keeps me in this motivation. It keeps me in this consistent key. So when you come, because I hear this all the fucking time, I don't have time to work out. First of all, that's a fucking excuse. You do have time to work out. If you work an eight hour shift, you have time. Even if you have a two hour commute, you have time. You have to give yourself that time and you have to find yourself that time to make it fucking happen. So don't ever, 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 ever in your fucking life give me that excuse that you don't have time. Honey boo boo. I work a 12 hour shift four days a week back in the day and I still would get up and work out before my shift. Oh man. And let me tell you, it's not easy. You're not going to want to do it. But it's something that you're going to need to do to keep yourself consistent. So when I say that I need you to find that time, you better fucking find that time. So you're going to have to, just like you did with your... So before you even think about implementing, exercising, and working out, and fitness into your lifestyle, you need to really... Get your goals and your eating down first. Number one, first. Number one, eating, food, number one. Fitness and working out will come separate. So first, get your eating and your goals down first. Number one, you have to do it. After you've done at least, I want to see at least two to three weeks of this. Consistent eating, good, consistent eating, healthy, consistent eating, um, nutritional foods consistently, then you're going to need to figure out how are you going to put in fitness. And there's two types of fitness. There's leisurely fitness and there's fitness to lose weight. So you're going to figure out, are you going to be doing leisurely fitness or are you going to be doing fitness to lose weight? If you want to do fitness to lose weight, you need to figure out what times you're going to do it. So you're going to have to write out your week. Yep, your fucking week that you do every day. I don't give a fuck how long it takes you. You're going to have to fucking sit your ass down and write down your week. And you're going to say, okay, Monday through Friday, I wake up at 7 a.m. And I take the kids to school. Then I come home and then I got a clean house and then I got to do this. 
or on Mondays and Fridays, I wake up at 6 a.m. and I take the kids to school and uh, then I go to work. I work until 5. Then I get off work, I come home, I take a shower, I watch TV, I cook dinner, blah, blah, blah. You need to find what time you're going to work out. I don't care if it's freaking Monday through Friday, meaning you have to work up, wake up at 4 a.m. or Monday through Friday after you go home from work, you take the kids home and then you work out for at least an hour. You're going to have to do at least an hour of cardio or at least an hour of weight training or at least an hour of fucking something, but you're going to have to fucking fit it in your schedule. And that means you're going to have to get up earlier or go to bed later or wake up earlier or go to bed sooner, but you're going to have to do it. And it's just something you're going to have to do. Or you could do it midday. For me, midday never really worked for me because I never did it. So that's why getting up, working out first thing in the morning was always the first thing I did because it was the only thing that kept me consistent. So right now, waking up at 4.30, 4 a.m. has been difficult this last couple of months, but it is something that I plan on getting back in the routine of doing. And I still get up three days a week at 5.30 to do my fitness class on my days off. So it is something you can do. It's something all of us can do. We just have to put our mind into the set of yes, I am going to fucking do it. Not, I can't do it because I don't have time. No, no, no. Get that out of your mouth. Yes, I am going to do it because I have to do it, because I want to do it, because it's going to make me feel better about myself, and because I am going to lose this fucking weight. And you have to tell yourself, I need to lose the weight, I'm going to lose weight, and I'm going to do it by these things. So after you have that insight and key, you have to be consistent. So I don't care what meal plans work best for you. I am not a big fan of keto. I did try keto. I think it has its benefits, um, but it's very hard to do. And once you fall off that keto wagon, it's kind of hard to get back on. And also... uh, you kind of gain the weight back. (laughs) So I feel like I just told you guys a whole bunch of stuff. So it might've been overwhelming. So first get your fitness goals, your three fitness goals, your goal weight, write down everything you eat for three days, start to meal plan, start to calorie track, start to get yourself in that mindset. Put yourself surrounded with people with the same goals and aspirations as you. Then write down your daily activities for the week. Everything you do for that week, everything you do and plan. When are you going to put an hour of me time towards this goal? When are you going to do it? Is it before work? Is it after work? Is it before you get up and put the kids? Whatever it is, you're going to have to figure it out and you're going to have to do it and you can do it. So please just go ahead, put that, put that motivation in your head to make it consistent because consistency is key and give yourself a year 
I know nobody wants to hear it, but you will see changes before the year. You will see changes. There will be a pound here, a pound next week, another pound next week. And before you know it, you'll be getting closer and closer and closer to your goal weight. And you'll be closer and closer at getting to where you need to be. And the closer you get, you need to realize that this isn't about hitting that goal weight. It's about being consistent on a healthier lifestyle. Being consistent in enjoying foods that are nutritional for you. Not just, okay, now that I'm at my 140, I'm going to eat fucking pizza every night. No, you're going to gain all your weight back. So just be consistent in a healthy lifestyle because consistency is key. So um, with me having that set of... um, that was my mindset and that's what I did. And it took me about, I would say a year and I lost 55 pounds. I have kept it off for the most part and it's been about three years. I would say three or four years since I've done that and probably more like four years. And I've kept it for the most part, except for the last two years, I gained 20 pounds. So I'm still at a 30 pound loss. but I was extremely strict. Like, um, I got really into lifting heavy weight, um, really into Olympic lifting. And I just, I guess, did a lot of wear and tear on my body. And I was working out in the gym, like two hours to an hour and a half a day, like really definitely putting a lot of work into working out. And with the pandemic, with just um, the knee injury that I got, uh, it's kind of changed. And then also I was partying a lot, drinking a lot, and kind of falling off of the clean meal track. Um, I've been picking it back up. I've been doing more cardio. I don't know if I want to work out as much as I did before. I definitely do want to work out at least five days a week, but I don't know if I want to actually um, maintain working out two hours a day. Maybe when the gyms open back up, I'll get that spark back again where I do want to work out that much. Um, We'll see. But I do want to lose at least 10 pounds, which is actually what I'm trying to do right now. Lose 10 to 15. Um, You know, if I lose the 20 back, that'd be great. But I want to concentrate on other stuff like motivating others and helping you guys um, with daily goals and stuff like that. I'm actually going to um, share some tools that I had. Um, like meal planning tools on that clean eating support group. If you are on Facebook, you can follow it there. And also, I'm going to try to post more on there, you know, because it is something that can be done. Um, It's just putting yourself in the right motivation and the right consistency to do it. So before I take up too much time, I want to talk about some astrology. I've really been enjoying astrology, just, you know, reading it and pulling cards and stuff like that. So, um, some of the dates that are coming up, we have, uh, let's see what, 
so we have January 13th is the new moon in Capricorn. So that's pretty exciting for uh, any Capricorns. Um, so we also have January 14th is Uranus direct. So that's actually the one that I want to talk about with Uranus. So Uranus direct. So that is considered a moment that's kind of spontaneous. It's kind of like that time, uh, where you get like a surprise or a new energy. So it would be perfect for, um, definitely detaching from old uh, toxic people. It would be a good time for detaching from old vibes. Uh, start, starting something new, definitely invest in um, yourself and invest in some, maybe if you have been thinking about doing some small business activities, go ahead and start doing that. If you're thinking about uh, starting a fitness blog or a f your fitness journey on Instagram, go ahead and do that. Um, definitely take time to look for surprises um, and just enjoy the new energy. It could be a little um, too much for your zodiac sign. I'm not going to get into what every sign it means for each sign, but it might be like the day you forget your keys, the day you have a flat tire, something like that. So kind of give yourself a little caution on that day. Also, January 17th, Jupiter squares with Uranus. Uh, January 19th, the Vesta retrograde. January 19th, the sun enters Aquarius. Um, definitely age of Aquarius right now with uh, just how the planets are in line and just a new era for community, for compassion, and for working with each other. So January 20th is actually going to be the first quarter moon, which is actually also inauguration uh, night. So that's going to be some interesting energy, some uh, focusing on new, focusing on uh, positive energies. I know if you've been, you know, following politics, which if, I mean, how can you not with everything that's going on? But I think 2021, no matter what political party you voted for, no matter um, how you feel about the current events of this world or, and of this country, of the United States, I think 2021 is definitely going to have its um, rocky moments and it's definitely going to not be smooth sailing all the way considering the voyage we just had of 2020, but it's definitely going to bring some new horizons and it's going to be a better year for many of us. Um, and I think we have to take that in and we have to accept that 2021 will have some difficulties, but it's going to be a better journey for many and it's going to be leading towards the brighter side and more, um, optimistic. I think a lot of us need to be, I know there's all these like funny memes saying we're only five days or six days into 21 or 2021, I want my fucking <laughs> subscription. I want to cancel my subscription. I mean, come on, let's um, give it a chance, okay? Uh, January 26th, Neptune squares with the nodes, and also January 
28th full moon in Leo. January 30th is a Mercury retrograde. So I definitely want to touch back on um, some of these other key dates besides the Uranus direct or Uranus, Uranus, sorry, <laughs> uh, Uranus direct. And also I'm going to touch back um, next week, hopefully with the full quarter moon. And we're going to touch back with you guys also for January 28th and Mercury into retrograde. I'll be sharing a lot on the Instagram. I like to share my astrology on uh, Instagram and just kind of what I see for it. Um, I'm also going to pick three cards for you guys and read those cards to you guys for past, present, and future. If you follow me on Instagram and TikTok, I try to do those every once in a while. So for past, we have step out of your comfort zone, a north node. So go ahead and step out of your comfort zone, whatever you've been feeling comfort about. Maybe in your past, you've been really just kind of isolating yourself into the consistency of just your daily activities, just kind of letting it take you in and not really giving yourself a chance to make yourself feel uncomfortable. You're going to have to make yourself feel uncomfortable. And it's kind of funny. I pulled this card when we're talking about weight loss and living a healthier lifestyle. You're going to have to make yourself feel uncomfortable to gain certain goals. So go ahead and step out of your comfort zone uh, throw away your excuses and give yourself some time to reflect on that um, of your past and let it go. And now I'm going to pull a card for present. The energy is gaining momentum. So your energy and it's a waxing moon. So we're going to go full force towards new growth. So with a waxing moon, we're going to take in our new energy and we're going to give it the momentum that it needs. So like I said, in this has to do with healthy living and a healthy lifestyle. We're going to give ourselves that momentum that we need. We're going to reassure ourselves that we can do this. And while it seems so, so different and so scary and coming to terms with the fact that maybe we weren't on a healthy lifestyle and maybe we weren't... Um, noticing all the non-nutritional foods we were eating but now it's time to give ourselves a new momentum and move forward and then our last card for our future a win-win outcome is in the forecast and it's a new moon in libra libra is actually my rising sign so um libras are if you know a libra libras are very uplifting um, and positive energy. They have, you know, everybody has their little traits that we can work on, but definitely a win-win is in the forecast. So take time to do what you need to do to get there. Everybody have a great day. Follow me, Chakras and Cuss Words, on Instagram, chakras.cusswords, on Facebook, chakras.cusswords, on Instagram, like, comment, and subscribe. Um, I will be doing some more readings on the TikTok, chakras and guess words, and have a great Monday. And don't get discouraged if you are on a new plan for a healthy lifestyle. You can do it. Um, 
definitely put your motivation in lead and then let your consistency take over. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.